Hello, everyone, and welcome to Space Spiels. My name is Paige Kaufman, and I am an undergraduate astronautical engineering student at the University of Southern California. On this podcast, we will talk about all things aerospace. We will discover how people got where they are in industry and their experience of the culture and community on the way. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Space Spiels. Today, I am talking with Cadet First Class Anton Dom. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you this man's bio. It is crazy impressive, and there's a lot of jargon, but stick with me because in today's episode, he's going to explain it all. So he's a fourth year at the Air Force Academy, which after he will be commissioning as an officer. He was selected to be a space operations officer in the Space Force. While at the Air Force Academy, he has been involved with I-5, which is a space education group, and CSOPS, which is the Cadet Space Operations Squadron. In this squadron, they launch satellites and operate them to conduct research. Additionally, he has done various space research projects, including working on an event-based sensor that's mounted on the ISS, which has helped draft a space war game for NATO. He's also spent the summer in D.C. researching U.S. and PRC satellite communications. After graduation, he will go to Vandenberg Space Force Base, where he will have undergraduate space training, and then he'll be sent to his first duty station. So if you want to hear about the connections he's made and the you know genuine experience that he's had at the Air Force Academy, I encourage you to go ahead and stick to it and listen to this episode. An amazing guy, super friendly, and this was just a great conversation. So I hope you enjoy. So I'm going to go ahead and start with a classic question of what got you interested in aerospace? Yeah, so growing up, uh, I was always a, a Star Wars nerd. And I never thought I was going to do anything with space. I always thought space was cool. Uh, and I actually, when I was applying to the academy, after I submitted my packet that month in December of 2019, the Space Force was founded. Uh, and so I didn't really know much about Air Force space before that and about the Space Force when it was established. But then I got early word of the uh, Cadet Space Operations Program here. Uh, the, um, we call it CSOPS. And uh, a recent graduate said, you need to get in this program before I even was at the academy. So yeah. me, uh, the director's phone number and I called and he said, nobody's ever called. And yeah. I called and got that on my schedule. And uh, so I became, uh, it, we have a space class called Space 250 where uh, cadets learn to be basic space operators because we have um, several satellites in orbit uh, that cadets have, have built. I'm sure we'll get into that later, but um, I, I was the first space operator in my graduating class, which was super exciting, but I really didn't know what I was getting into. I just thought it sounded cool. And then from there, it just kind of uh, spiraled and I, I kept getting involved with space things. I declared a, a space minor and I found out how really interesting space is mm-hmm. and the technology side, but the policy side and just kind of how um, space is, is really critical to not only defense, but like kind of every aspect of life. So yeah, um, yeah it really kind of snowballed from that that one phone call, uh, yeah. which I'm, I'm really grateful for. Awesome. The best things come when they just sound cool. And then you get involved, <laughs> yeah. you're actually passionate about it. And uh, seeking out the opportunities is so important too. So 
Um, you're at the Air Force Academy. So among the various paths that you could have taken to, you know, get involved in space after like in Star Wars, uh, why did you choose this one? So uh, like I kind of mentioned, I didn't know a lot about space before coming to the Air Force Academy. But after um, coming to the Air Force Academy, I found out that this is the, the Space Force Academy as well. Uh, we don't, I mean, obviously we don't call it that, but that, that's what it is. This is the, the main route uh, to become a Space Force officer. Uh, so there's around 100 Space Force graduates uh, every year from the academy, and that's uh, just under half of uh, what all of the uh, commissioning sources. So ROTC uh, at colleges and uh, the other service academies, the Naval Academy and West Point, they only put uh, a couple of people out. So uh, the Air Force Academy is the Space Force Academy, and it was really exciting to see it uh, grow um, because when I was a freshman, we had this thing called the Institute for Applied Space Policy and Strategy. There's just 12 people. We were in a room. It was COVID, so we were all super spread apart. And we were, we just, you know, we had one research paper and we we're like, okay, well, what is, uh, what would an astronaut core look like? Or some, you know, question like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually um, it's grown into what we call the I-5 squadron, which is attached to uh, the room I'm in, uh, the uh, Space Force Delta 13 Detachment 1. Uh, it's really grown uh, now it's a national kind of organization. There's thousand uh, members and uh, it's it's a huge uh, program now. But uh, anyway, back to your uh, kind of original question, uh, the academy. I, I really when I was in high school, I was like, I, I know I want to go in, into the military. Uh, I really like public service and, and I really uh, was a, had good, a good uh, opinion of the military. But I was like, the academy is not for me. Like this is, you know, straight up. That sounds awful, you know, like no freedom and, and you know, I don't want to march everywhere. And and then uh, on a spring break, we're in Colorado Springs on a, on a family trip. And we're like, let's just, you know, do a let's let's do a tour. And we did a tour and I was just blown away. I was like, this is awesome. There's so many opportunities. And um, it, it, it was just really a, a great uh, like I, I my sister says, like, I was just like drooling, you know, as, as, <laughs> as, as the presentation was going on. So. Uh, it was, it was uh, I think, one of the better choices I made. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and I would say I've, it, it's definitely paid off in, in terms of opportunities. And I'm excited to get uh, I'm a senior now. So graduate and commission into the Space Force. I'm excited to kind of continue this this trajectory. So, yeah, you've almost made it. That's so exciting. <laughs> I OK, so Air Force came first, military, then Air Force, then space. Mm -hmm. I got it now. Okay. It took twice, but I remember. Okay. <laughs> um, so you just talked about, you'll, you'll be commissioning. Um, how did, how were you selected to be a space operations officer? How does that work there? So after I uh, started focusing on space, I declared the space warfighting minor, and that kind of allows you access to all these space force mentors at the Academy. So a lot of our faculty are civilian and then a lot are military. And so some of those military faculty, especially teaching the space classes, are going to be Space Force officers. Uh, so that, that was very exciting to get to meet like a real, you know, guardian, a real Space Force guardian. Uh, so about 10 percent of the class, the graduating class goes into the Space Force and there's a couple of jobs they can they can go into. There's acquisitions uh, and that's working with uh, SpaceX and contractors and, and all these different uh, parties, as well as developing our own systems. There's the engineers, which is, you know, purely making their own systems, uh, cyber operations, intelligence, and then operations. And so we put uh, everybody, when they're a junior, puts together a sheet of here's the, you know, the 
all the jobs I want in order. Mm -hmm. And then that goes into um, uh, the personnel office and they, they do, they have this big algorithm. Wow. And uh, if you put that, you were kind of interested in space force, you had to do an interview on the side. And that was just uh, kind of a separate thing, just talking about why, why space force and, and different things. Um, but it, it was interesting because the space force is a very, very small branch um, compared to the air force. I think the Air Force is in the hundreds of thousands of people. The Space Force is barely in the ten thousands. So uh, it's a very small branch, so that they they can kind of pick and choose who they want who they want in the branch. So after that interview, uh, we we wait a long time as the algorithm uh, kind of works out, and then we have this big event called Job Drops, where uh, usually there's like some big event, uh, some big activity that the squadron. So we're in squadrons. Uh, of around a hundred people of all different classes, mm-hmm. and they they come together and they and they make this big event for uh, job drops, and then you you find out your job, and you know that's that's what it is. So I got a what's called thirteen S. That's just the classification code for space operations, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, I'm really grateful because there's a lot of I I didn't know a whole lot about space operations. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I I was more I was studying more towards space force intelligence. But I'm very grateful to get Space Force Operations. That was number two on my list. Okay. And um, there's a, there's so many mentors and information here um, that have kind of helped guide me uh, and kind of figure out what I want to do as a as a Space Force operator. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I am totally interested in working in operations too. So, and um, it's such a unique kind of path that's you have to talk to people that have done it to kind of learn really. So that's good. You have those resources. Um, okay. We're going to jump back to the I five group that you mm-hmm. kind of mentioned the space education group. So what does that do kind of go ahead and explain that again, more in depth. And what did you do there? I know you were in it for a little bit. Absolutely. So uh, it, it's been really exciting to see space explode uh, here at the air force Academy. Uh, like I kind of mentioned, we were 12 people in a room discussing one paper and, you know, that paper could be really anything. And then just seeing each year as it grows and it adds more people and a space becomes more attractive. Uh, because I mean, as I mentioned, like I put my, I, I applied before Space Force was a thing. And so the next year people were applying because of Space Force. And so there's, there was a huge influx of people really interested in space. And so the I-5 squadron, it started off as a club. Now it has like the designation of a squadron. And now it's officially attached to uh, like the education delta of the Space Force. So it's they get their own spaces, they get their own faculty and, and uh, permanent staff. Uh, but they, they do a whole spectrum of things. Um, they it's, it's a national organization now, so that they keep with that, that research. And uh, I, I've done a couple of research projects with I-5. Uh, they host the uh, Azimuth Summer Program, which is this space-based program. Every cadet has to take some exposure to airmanship. And so they've expanded that to kind of spacemanship. And so yeah. Azimuth has like kind of like uh, pseudo astronaut training. So like scuba diving and and zero G flights, uh, as well as going to different Space Force bases around the area and different um, uh, small uh, smaller space companies uh, in, in the Colorado Springs area, uh, just to kind of get some exposure to space. Uh, they also do, uh, like I kind of mentioned, like mentorship. So they have a lot of resources if people have questions. Uh, and then they even have like a, a YouTube series uh, on like the uh, 
Like what, what is space force? What is, uh, what is the purpose of the space force? There's a lot of, you know, uh, especially with the Netflix show coming out, there's a lot of, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, <laughs> a miscommunication about what, what the space force is. So they try to kind of address that. And I think they do a really good job with their uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check those out now. That's so cool. <laughs> okay. Um, did you, have you done summer things with them? Yeah. Uh, I don't think specifically with I-5, but I've done a lot of um, space related um, summer things. So, I mean, the summers are jam packed. Uh, yeah. there, there's usually a period for break to go home, but the rest is, is jam packed. So you, I mean, the first summer is basic training uh, or basic cadet training. Uh, then uh, cadets have the opportunity to do, do the azimuth program for their airmanship. Uh, and a lot of other really fun experiences uh, over the summers, really uh, cool leadership experiences. Uh, but then just like this last summer, um, I worked uh, with the, um, uh, the Institute for Defense Analyses which is out in DC and they, uh, they, they assigned me on a project, um, basically writing a, um, or collaborating on a project for, uh, looking at, uh, American and Chinese, uh, space communicate or, uh, American and Chinese command and control systems. And they didn't have somebody that was really interested or, uh, well-versed in space. So I kind of filled that, that little gap. And so, okay. you know, it's, it's a 400 page paper and I have like a little, you know, like 20 page <laughs> excerpt, but I, I, I'm very, I, it was a very good opportunity and a very uh, fruitful kind of opportunity to do that research uh, outside of just cadets and and kind of in the, in the, in the quote unquote, uh, big world. So. Yeah. Very interesting. And you got, you got to travel a little bit and see. Yes, people. absolutely. Yeah. That's very cool. That's on my next list of places I want to go. Uh, the museums there and the yes. I got to get some space stuff. So <laughs> it, it gets a little toasty in the summer, but uh, other than that, you know, it's a great, it's a great opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good to know. Um, okay. Uh, so also you talked about the cadet space operations squadron. Yes. Um, where you guys launch satellites and operate them to conduct research, which sounds awesome. So what's your favorite research that you've done within this program? Absolutely. So uh, it's a very, I think this is like the best program. This is the most operational program at the Academy, uh, just because you start, it starts off with the, um, the astronautical and aerospace engineers building the satellite and they're, um, they're actually in the, in the clean room, you know, putting components on, on the satellite. And it's just a, it's a little CubeSat, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's got all these experiments on it. Uh, it's got all, all the subsystems that our cadets are, are involved in. And then we put it on a rocket and it goes into space. And then um, and then it gets turned over to the operations team. And so uh, I, I started off as a basic space operator, uh, as a um, uh, specifically a satellite systems operator. And so that uh, that entails basically uh, making sure the data is is uh, being sent up and down to the satellite and also checking the the state of health of the satellite as we're uh, contacting it. Uh, and that was super exciting because we were preparing for um, what was Falcon Sat 8. So we call them Falcon Sats uh, because we're the Air Force Falcons. Um, okay. And so Falcon Sat 8 was like, we're like ready for it to launch. We're preparing for it. And so we did these uh, mission rehearsals where it'd be like 24 hour ops for like three days. And so uh, as a freshman, you know, uh, 
I, I would, I had a little razor scooter and I would, you know, scooter down to the, the Astro lab and, uh, you know, it could be January, February cold and just, uh, you know, run a pass, uh, a simulated pass. And then once Falcon sat eight actually, uh, was operational, then we were all ready for it. So, um, once that happened, I, I took a second class and upgraded to basically uh, an operations commander. Uh, so instead of uh, the crew is one commander and then two basic space operators. Okay. One is the uh, space uh, or the satellite systems operator. That's what I was initially trained on. The second one is the ground systems operator, which checks the radio and the signal uh, and the, basically on the ground side. And so as the commander, you have to be trained on both and then trained as a commander. So it's a very, uh, it was a very tough class, but it is very fruitful. Uh, and then I was able to kind of like lead a lead passes and lead um, kind of those operations. Um, and then after becoming a commander, I became an instructor. So it's not um, Space Force faculty teaching cadets how to run the satellite. It's cadets teaching cadets how to run the satellite, oh. which is really, uh, really exciting. Uh, and, and it was it was great to see kind of um, uh, we call our students studs, see our studs kind of uh, become operational and, and basically taking on uh, their responsibilities within within the squadron. But uh, the, the research kind of purpose of, of FalconSat is it's, it's a cheaper satellite so we can put all these experiments on it so that mm-hmm. when we put up, you know, these huge uh, satellites, it doesn't have a system that we're like, oh, it might work. It might not work. We've already kind of tested it on this smaller satellite. Uh, so it, it's it's really fun because it's it's actual operational. You you feel like you're um, part of a bit something bigger. It's not just some uh, like little thing that you're that you're uh, you know uh, involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's that's crazy. I can't imagine the friends that you make doing twenty four hour sims. I mean, you have to bond with each other when you're you're with each other for that long. Absolutely. It, it's just, uh, you see the same people uh, that are interested in the same things. And when yeah, I'm, I'm a military and strategic studies major, so I'm very much uh, not on the STEM side. I get a lot of STEM education here uh, just with the core curriculum. Uh, every cadet, just a side note, every cadet takes astronautical engineering uh, as, as a core class, which is it's kind of interesting because you have English majors taking astronautical engineering. Um but you see the same people. And so when we're in a space policy class, I can help out. But when we're, we're in a, you know, mission payload design, they can help out. And so there, there's this kind of camaraderie. You see the same people everywhere. And it's uh, it's great to see uh, a lot of them are going to be going to the, the space force with me, which I'm, I'm super excited to see them there, too. Yeah, that's awesome. It's the only way you can do hard things is with mm-hmm. people helping you, I swear. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know you also mentioned when we talked that you have work currently mounted on the ISS, which is crazy. Uh, so tell me about what this does and how you got that opportunity. Absolutely. So with the I-5, as I-5 was kind of growing, uh, faculty um, were really interested in using cadets for research. And uh, the Air Force Academy is a huge uh, undergraduate research uh, opportunities. Uh, we uh, So it was, it was super exciting. Um, to just kind of somebody, uh, some, um, you know, some teacher in the physics department was just like, hey, who wants to help out with with this? We're, we're basically putting a payload on the ISS. And I was like, well, I got room in my schedule, I think, and uh, I'll, I'll check it out. And so uh, as a, you know, as not a physics major, it was very interesting to kind of learn the physics of um, what's called event-based sensing. 
And it's, I mean, he had me read like this 50 page thing. And as a sophomore, I was like, I don't know what any of this means. I, I like the pictures though. <laughs> um, so uh, event-based sensing is, it's a, a sensor that goes on typically, uh, it doesn't have to be a space system, but just a sensor that tracks movement very well. It's activated with movement. And so instead of like a camera does like sweeps with pixels, uh, the event-based sensor takes each pixel individually. And, and when that's activated, it produces an image. And so uh, just, you know, applications, it's great for space because it's a, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have this huge data packet. It's a, uh, it's, you know, a low data rate for transmission uh, and it detects movement, which uh, in space, a lot of things are moving, but uh, sometimes if you're looking at a static thing, you can set the sensitivity and um, track different movements of so satellites or, or even lightning. Um, so we've we've kind of had it both pointing both ways on the ISS, one looking at lightning on the Earth and then one looking at space and seeing when satellites pass over. Uh, and so that, that was kind of the point of the research um, was to kind of find the right sensitivity uh, specifically for lightning. So uh, we had a, like a little vacuum chamber and we were, you know, making uh, sparks and, and lightning in the vacuum chamber and had the sensor taken, uh, you know, taking uh measurements of this lightning and then we would kind of tweak it a little bit and see what setting was best so that when we sent it up we could we knew what we were talking about right. uh when uh when trying to find out what lightning looks like uh from space whoa that's so cool vacuum <laughs> chambers that's awesome i haven't used one of those before but uh that's so cool with lightning too fire and yeah, it was a lot. I mean, as a, a not a physics major, I was cleaning the vacuum chamber a lot more than I was uh, using the physics majors, you know, but I, I did a little bit of hands on uh, with the, with the tech side. So I, I'm happy. <laughs> it's crazy when you get with these like you're already so intelligent, but we, you get with people that are like even more specialized. It's just like there's always more to learn. That's mm -hmm. What it feels like so you know even when you're so equipped sometimes you got to clean the vacuum chamber and that's how I feel about that. that lab i'm in oh my gosh people are so smart so it's like yeah i'll clean the table this time that's fine as long as i get to listen to what you're saying like right that, exactly exactly yeah um okay so you're going to be going to the vandenberg space uh space force base for your mm -hmm. undergraduate space training uh then you'll be uh sent to your duty station. So what does that undergraduate space training look like? I'm so curious. So it's uh, undergraduate space training or, or UST is uh, it's put on by the Space Force to train uh, Space Force, uh, like space operations officers, but also Space Force uh, enlisted operators. Uh, and so it's kind of it's uh, the Air Force did space before the Space Force did. And so it's kind of uh, the transition into the Space Force training. Uh, but it's it's 21 weeks at Vandenberg Space Force Base, which is uh, in, in West California, about two hours north of L.A. Um, but it's really kind of a it's 21 weeks. It's a generalist training. You learn about the three space power disciplines, uh, which are uh, space command and control, uh, which is basically tracking space, uh, either debris or satellites um, and also kind of some missile warning in there. And then you have orbital warfare, which is actually maneuvering the satellites, uh, making sure that uh, there's the constellations are in the proper place so that we can continue missions. And then uh, space electronic warfare, which is uh, kind of utilizing the electromagnetic spectrum, seeing if we're being jammed or if we're doing the jamming, how that's going to uh, kind of work. 
Um, so the, the training is broken into three stages, uh, the fundamentals of space. So it's important for a Space Force uh, officer to understand kind of the fundamentals of space. Uh, you know, how orbits work, things aren't just floating, they're, you know, they're going around and around. Uh, uh, then you go into kind of the capabilities uh, of, our, of our systems, but then also kind of global systems, and then the application of those three disciplines. Uh, and, and then you kind of get filtered into what you're gonna be doing. Um, most Space Force officers come back to Colorado Springs, but there's, there's uh, a lot of bases that they're able to go to. Uh, so right now I'm hoping to do electronic warfare, but uh, I'm open to a lot of things. I'm flexible, and I, I'm I'm excited to see kind of what I'm good at because I don't really know um, what I, what I'm totally good at yet. Yeah, absolutely. You like graduate school and you're going to more school. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Always learning. A hundred percent there. Um, yeah. How so? How are you balancing that uncertainty of just not knowing exactly where you're gonna go? Um, I I love to plan. Uh, but you can't always control everything, especially with the military. So how are you balancing not knowing exactly what you'll end up doing? Right. And this is, uh, you know, something that I, I can still find myself uh, struggling with. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I know that I'm going to Vandenberg and uh, I have to kind of tell myself that's good for now. You know, I know where I'm going next and then we'll find out after that. But at first it was really stressful. Even on that job drop night, mm -hmm. um, I was really stressed because I was like, I just got my job. I should be super excited. But, you know, what that what's that going to look like? I don't know a lot about this. Uh, so it, it was really stressful just because, like, do I buy a house out there? Do I am I am I just going to rent? Am I going to stay in a hotel? I don't know what lodging yeah. is. Uh, you know, do I bring my car? What about friends? You know, and then uh, on top of that, I have a fiance back home. So do I bring her out for the 21 weeks? Is that too short? You know, and then where do we do the wedding? And, you know, yeah. so all these things. Um, and so with that, it's been really great to have mentors here at the academy uh, just to, you know, kind of like no dumb questions. You go in, uh, you go into their office and they just, you know, like, what does this look like? What does this look like? Get all the information that you can. And that's kind of um, quelled some uh, of that unrest. Um, then just getting more involved in having that support system of friends, my fiance, my faith, you know, just having that, um, you know, that solid base. So that, uh, you know, the, control the things that you can. And then the other yeah. things are going to they're going to work out. You know, if, if you're doing the right things, they're going to work out. Um, and then just kind of switching the mindset to, you know, it's 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 an adventure now. You know, it's not um, it's not like high school where it's like, OK, well, next semester I'm taking this and then I'm going to do this over the summer. It's you know, I'm, I'm open to a lot of things and um, yeah. I'm super excited to be part of like something that's, uh, you know, it just kind of switching the mindset of, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a chore, it's an adventure and, and there's a lot of uncertainty, but that's part of it. And that's, that's, there's a fun aspect to that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great mindset to have in life too, and your particular situation, but like, I mean, civilian life as well, just going with the flow and seeing. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I asked the same two questions at the end of all my interviews. So mm -hmm. the first one is what's the most meaningful connection you've made within your professional life and why? So uh, as I've kind of mentioned, there's a lot of Space Force officers here. And so that's going to be one of the uh, aspects that I kind of like look to. Uh, and in my department, um, I found uh, uh, a Colonel Stewart and he's he, he taught some of my classes, especially relating to space. He's a Space Force operator by trade. Uh, he's given me a lot of opportunities 
Um, just uh, I'm, I'm doing some research with him this semester on kind of space deterrence uh, and kind of uh, kind of the future of the Space Force. But uh, he's always been willing to discuss. He always has an open door. Uh, just somebody that, um, you know, if he sees something space related, he sends it to me. Uh, any articles or anything. And, and just uh, he's really, you know, it's not one of those teachers that, you know, you're in, in their class. They don't remember your name. You know, he just instantly um, builds that relationship. And so I, I know if I have anything space related, if I have anything academic related, anything military related that I can that I need help with, like he's he's always willing to help. So uh, he, he's been a great help uh, with, with everything and, and a great uh, connection to have. Yeah, that's so important. Good. I hope you guys stay in touch. I see that. Mm. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, I have advice that you'd give your 18 year old self. Yeah. So uh, in, in high school, I found myself being like a kind of a hyper planner. You know, I, I want to know exactly, you know, down to the minute, I need to leave school at, you know, 217 and I need to get home at 219 and um, a very hyper planner. And while planning has its uses, it's uh, I'm sure you've heard, you know, every model is wrong, but some are useful, you know, so uh, it, every every planner is wrong, but it's useful. Right. Uh, so just being uh, flexible with things. And, and that's something I've definitely learned here. Uh, and I, I never thought at, an, at a military academy, I would learn to be flexible or learn to relax more. But uh, there's times to lock in and there's times to uh, relax and there's times to recharge and be flexible. Uh, and then kind of along with that uncertainty uh, with like the next duty station, the military is full of uncertainty. You never know what's going to happen. And um, part of that is just being flexible and, and being able to like you said, go with the flow. So yeah. uh, I guess summed up, be flexible. And then um, I was really shy in, in high school. So uh, I would say just put myself out there. And I'm glad I made that that phone call uh, to get into the, the space program here because that, that took a lot of, you know, 18-year-old me was probably, you know, sweating and hands shaking. But, uh, you know, putting myself out there and, and being uh, more confident and, and kind of charging after the things that are interesting. Yeah. Yeah, totally an ironic lesson with the yeah. flexibility <laughs> at, at an academy. That's but so important. So important. All right. Those are all the questions I have for you. Thank awesome. You. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Space Spiels. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a fellow space nerd and follow us and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. I'll talk to you next week.